Take it easy over there, slap nuts. Ah, your list can blow a chode. Have I taken a number five? That's enough. He saved a man at some some of a bowling alley. I don't remember the full story, but I'm sure he saved that guy too. I I already stroked him a little bit earlier, but looking down and pointing at it like that's it's just good. What are you smoking the cheech? And the honky donkey man? Uh, greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Just kind of rubbed it in your face that your list can suck it. It's your list, so I can suck it. I'm sure. Open up my robe. Oh yeah, I'm gonna open up that robe. Rub it in your face, oh yeah, with the cream. <laughs> now he had the gold around his neck, gold around his waist, and gold around someplace else. I don't remember what the third area was. <laughs> I'm going to open up my vest and point at it for you. Always had the hunk-a-dunk-a-meter. That man can chop you and cave in your chest. And as a bonus, saving Wade Boggs' life. You can go. I could probably just keep naming guys, so I'm just going to cut myself you know, off. Cut it in Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Not his career, his life. Who's going to take his life? <laughs> it's my list, so suck it. Arriba! You open up my robe and rub it in your face. Yeah. Now we just all got blocked by Ryback on Twitter. Yeah, the, uh, the addiction-causing guitar. <laughs> well, who do the hell do you think my number one pick is? The Honky Donkey Man. I feel like i got to make about a 14-hour drive to kick somebody in the nuts. Shout out to Ryback. Al's too busy juggling shows with his tongue. Chasing the honky donkey man. Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast presents. We just made a list, guys. It's good to be back making lists again. Uh, this time, it's, uh, we we had uh, a thought on the first. We just made a list about doing IC champions. We never got uh, got around to it, but today today is the day we're going to talk IC champions. IC Champions is a tough one. It's a tough one. There's there's a lot of good lot of good people out there. So what we're gonna do today? We're not doing five. We're going to do ten. 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 I'm talking about fucking ten. Fucking ten. Nobody else? I don't do it again. Fucking ten. <laughs> Top ten, man. You doing? What is it? Billy Bob from Varsity Blues? There. I give it a ten. <laughs> So I suppose introduce everybody. You know, everybody knows me. Handsome Kevin. We got uh, dashing Duke Nard Spags, and uh, allegedly beautiful Al Day. Uh, <laughs> how's, how are you guys doing? I'm pretty stoked for this episode, man. I'm glad we expanded it to ten because it's pretty tall order. Trying to just pick five of these guys. Yeah. There's been hundreds. Literally hundreds of title changes over the uh, past few decades. I think this title came in. To, uh, didn't uh, didn't Pat Patterson win a a fake tournament for it? Yeah, the inaugural yeah. late seventies down in Argentina. Yeah, I mean, Do you remember fake who is... he beat? No, I don't. Wasn't it Ted DiBiase? For the Was inaugural? it really? I think so. I'm not 100% certain on that, I'm, but we should have done more research. We're horrible at this. <laughs> well, that happens. Yeah. But I think it was uh, Ted DiBiase in the finals of that fake tournament. That huh. Interesting. I did, yeah, it cracking the egg knowledge on me. So the Intercontinental, we've talked about this before. 
kind of a, a, I mean, obviously everybody wants the world title, but the Intercontinental title has gone through so many ups and downs, peaks and valleys, but it's always kind of been the, you know, the, the working man title, the guy that can, if you can really go in the ring, you're probably going to have uh, a sniff of the, the IC title. And then, I mean, I miss the days of when it was, uh, was a primer for the world title. Yes. Uh, it doesn't seem like they do. They have done that for at least the last 20 ish years. Um, but it's, it's a fun, it's a fun list. And some of the names, I mean, a hall of famer after hall of famer has held the, the I, the IC title. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite titles in, in all of wrestling. Like always kind of has been, but well, expanded it to 10. Yeah. Expanded the list to ten today, guys. Uh, any any thoughts and feelings about expanding the list to ten? I, I'm excited because this this made the life a little easier. Narrowing it down to five was a challenge, and also uh, just confirmed it was Ted DiBiase. He beat in the finals of the tournament. So awesome! Well, good pull by you, brother. Duke, any thoughts about the the tan? Tan. It's tan. You know, of course, there's going to be some worthy contenders left out the list, but you know. It's my list, so suck it. Took yeah. that one from Al. I was gonna say that's an Al line, isn't it? Yeah. It's my list, so suck it. Uh, well, we we can uh, we can rip right into this if anybody else got any thoughts before we uh, we get in. So we're going from ten to one. Is that correct? Ten to ten to one. Ten to one. All right. Who wants to go first? Does not matter to me. I'll start it off. Al will start it off. We will uh, we will go with the guy that kicked Marty Jannetty through the plate glass window. Oh, this is my, bullshit already. My number 10. Uh, Let's make it a five. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can put him to five. That's fine. That's fine. I just wanted to see Kevin's reaction that he's on my list and there is a glaring omission you know, just on purpose for that reason. Not smart. Not smart. But no, I... I associate Shawn Michaels that era in that early nineties with, with the, uh, the IC belt, you know, before basically pre WrestleMania 12 and the Ironman match like that era from nine to uh, WrestleMania 11, just kind of synonymous with that belt to me of being Shawn Michaels reign. You know, you got the, the ladder match with razor and everything, you know, a lot of, a lot of fun times, but yeah, HBK is my number ten. Huh. Duke, I I can't uh, I can't argue with the pick. You know, yeah, starting at starting at uh, I think WrestleMania eight was his first, you know, foray into singles competition. But he was he quickly established himself as one of the you know one of the best hands on the card, and he he had several reigns. I think at least. Two of them were, you know, cut short by suspension or he, for one reason or another. Like Michael, he had three Michael, reigns. Michael's three reigns, Duke. Michael's is notorious for, uh, I'm saying he, like, how many times did he actually lose it? Probably three. He has three title reigns, totaling 293 days. He was stripped of the title is what I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is that you have a gigantic boner for HBK every time we talk about him. <laughs> I'm saying that's, that's what I got against him is that is that you know he isn't he wasn't a guy who liked to lose the title, whatever title that may be. Right. He only really true. lost 
a, it, to my recollection, the only real like clean you know marquee championship matches that he lost were you know to Austin, the world title, and for and to uh, Razor for the Intercontinental title. The rest of them were all kind of you know either him losing a smile or getting suspended or you know getting beaten up by the you know semen. The Marines the semen. <laughs> but it's a good pick. I know you love it because you got a big boner for HBK. Who's your number 10, Duke? My number 10, and he just barely scraped, you know, barely got on here. But I put him on here because this is as high as he deserves to go. Intercontinental title. I'm talking about Jeff Jarrett. You bitch. So I wasn't going to put him on initially, but he belonged in the Intercontinental division he kind of you know he could shine there whatever he had six reigns they were all relatively short i think his last he's got kind of a blemish on his record too because his last intercontinental championship defense is when he you know allegedly held up mcmahon for a bunch of money because he didn't want to he was reluctant to to drop the title to a lady (laughs) so I mean, there's that. But then, you know, he he became the chosen one in WCW, which was a far inferior product. So, I mean, it makes sense that he was elevated to the, the main event because he didn't belong there in the Federation or any major co- company, really. So You are you are so wrong on so many levels. He made, I'm he's start, number 10, man. I'm, I'm starting to question our friendship. <laughs> I really am. You are, you are some... I'm, some real type of schmuck. I left. I left some good names off of the list to, you know, squeeze in Double J. Al, Al says HBK. Here comes Duke with this big giant boner commentary on HBK, and then he picks Double J, and he's like, "Well, this piece of shit." He only- <laughs> hey, Double J's the man. Double J's not even on my honorable mentions, Kevin. So suck on that. Uh, why are Why are any of us friends? <laughs> Just because Who he can you- draw heat. You know, and Ted. Yeah, because that's you know, that's not important in wrestling. Yeah. Just because he can draw heat, though, doesn't make him a great IC champion. He's a great champion. Period. Just champion. Take champion it easy over there, slap nuts. Champion of my heart. Who do you got? Well, my number t- my number ten could be number ten, number nine, number eight, number seven, number six, number five, number four, number three, and number two, as well as number one, if I want him to be. Uh, he's he's number one in my heart. He's number ten on my list. He's the man that should have broken all the the IC. He should have had the belt for longer than Pedro Morales. I'm talking about a man that saved Shawn Michaels. I'm talking about a man that. Uh, you know, he's he's he saved a lot of people. Saved uh, Leaf Cassidy, right? He saved uh, he saved a man of some some of a bowling alley. I don't remember the full story, but I'm sure he saved that guy too. I'm talking about uh, this is a really bad build up. <laughs> Those are not impressive credentials, man. That's they're very impressive credentials. Uh, a very bad buildup. I'm going to slap you with my nards. I'm talking to <laughs> Marty Zanetti. Can't have an icy list without Marty up there. Marty should have had a longer run, right? Right away, Marty should have had a longer run with the title. Him and John could have gone back and forth for a while with that belt. Didn't happen, I know. 
he had some there were some extenuating circumstances, but yeah. I love Marty. It's the it's you know it's the only singles title that uh, he ever got a crack at. He he really brought some class to that championship when he had it and uh yeah, Marty's my number ten. Don't think it was uh on purpose or intentional, but Kevin, as he said, there was some extenuating circumstances and did this little number with his nose. <laughs> you know, he's about to take a toot there. Yeah, there was some exciting circumstances, all right. Take a toot. Cocaine, hell of a drug. Yeah, Yeah, Marty, man. Marty, big Marty guy over here. So that one rain was enough to leave an impression on you. Of course. I mean, we love Marty and Eddie. man, it's your list. Do you remember how how we captured it? Monday Night Raw, I believe, right? Yeah, he walked out, right? He was wearing like a uh, hoodie and a ball cap and sunglasses. He unveiled himself. Like, we're going to have that match later tonight. Here we go. Marty time. Love it. He had it for like 20 days. Yeah. That counts. <laughs> it counts. I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> he was the champion. You can't take that away from him. I was going to give him an honorable mention because we love Marty Jannetty. I, I we know. love Marty Jannetty. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to cross Marty Jannetty in our lives. Oh, we love him. That brings Al, your number niner. Got a fucking niner. So I wanted to recognize the past and his greatness, so I, I went with the inaugural champion, Mr. Pat Patterson. Uh, oh, okay. Just to get him on the list here. Uh, could definitely put him higher. Uh, phenomenal working man's champion, to say the least. Um, but I wanted to show Pat Patterson some love being the first guy. So he's on the list. 240 days, one reign, old Patrick Patterson. He lost it to Ken Patera. Yeah. I think you're right. Who is not on my list. <laughs> but I'm cool with giving Pat some love. You know, created the rumble. Yeah. I mean, anytime, anytime like Pat's, name comes up we always talk about like what he added to professional wrestling uh and i think that having him as that first ic title that first like secondary title i guess it was great 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 move by them great great worker great hands so yeah alice uh well and okay with a little Pat- patrick axon as you brought up the royal rumble like one of the wrestling geniuses of all time like as far as that made wrestling a lot of things that we know and love today are thanks to pat patterson Absolutely. Great wrestling mind, that's for sure. All right, that's back to me, I suppose. Yeah. All right, my number nine selection. I'm going to take the King of Hearts, Owen Hart. We give Owen Hart a moment of silence? Yeah, why not? So we can all agree that Owen is probably one of the, uh, you know, obviously tragic what happened. He's, you know, best technical wrestlers, most entertaining guys, and longest tenured guys to not get it, not, you know, get that world title. But I thought he was great as the Intercontinental Champion. Um, Unfortunately, that was kind of his glass ceiling. I think they had an opportunity to propel him into the main event picture once, um, Steve Austin became the cha- the world champion. I think that would have been a great feud. That would have worked. Um, 
Or even with uh, even with Michaels before Michaels dropped the the belt, Kevin and I covered that season, and that was kind of a kind of a shame that you know there was so much just real life heat right there, and he's still under contract, still performing. You know, yep. there's no reason he shouldn't have been in the title picture, except you know, I don't know. But yeah, I thought he, he's he's one of the most entertaining. You know, two time Slammy Award winner, two time Intercontinental Champion. Yep. He actually it's, won those Intercontinental titles, unlike yeah. the Slammies, which was the best part because he. <laughs> they, no. Whoever was presenting the Slammies, I'll never forget it. You know, they're rattling off the names once you know, just who's in contention, and once he heard his name, he just went up and claimed the yes, claimed the thing like you know, like his team won the won the World Series. You know, so that's the that's the one of the the bright shining spots of this. I still think he could have beat this guy. You know, his brother Brett, that would have sold tickets. Sibling rivalries. Yeah, no. they, they had a they had a great feud. I think that was voted feud of the year. Yeah, uh, back ninety four, that could have gone on longer for sure. Yeah, it seemed like they were kind of separated after that, as you know, Hitman was in the in the world title title picture, and Owen really only got that one extended chance. You know, he had some sporadic title matches i think you know against the diesels and michaels at in your house and whatnot but you know kind of a shame that he didn't get uh you know who knows what what would have happened but he definitely deserved to uh to make my list and you know uh owen hart 132 days combined in two title reigns for the ic ic belt there my number nine a guy that i think people are Maybe forgetting how good he is because he's been around for so long. Uh, he's he's a uh, he's a hell of a hand. He's uh, he's been a world champion. He's been in top feuds. Talking about the Miz. The Miz doesn't get nearly the the love or credit for what he's done over the course of his career with the uh, with the WWE. Uh, he's a great. Great IC title. He's great on the mic. He's great. I mean, in a lot of in a lot of ways, he's kind of your modern day Double J. Um, you know, great on the mic, great in the ring. He can work with everybody. Uh, fits in perfectly in that IC title title picture. He, he's 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 a hell of a hand. I really enjoy the Miz, and I I just he's one of those guys I think that a lot of people maybe overlook, but fantastic performer. So number nine. The Miz, I think I got, hold on, I can bring up his stats here for you quick. Because he has a surprising, uh, he is second all time. 597 days uh, over eight title runs. So just uh, 22 days shy of Pedro Morales. Yeah, I've got I've got no argument there. That's uh, He's on my list. So that's, oh. that's definitely, uh, you know, The Miz is... Uh, a lot more enduring, like for his character and everything, because he's redefined it some. But ultimately, he comes back. You know, he circles the wagons back to who he is, mm-hmm. and you know, he's he can put anybody over, as we saw at WrestleMania this year. Like he's willing yeah. to to do the job. You know, the whole uh, quad fiasco with the McMahon. Imagine <laughs> that happening. You know, in a pay per view, right? Right. Uh, but he. You know, put over damn Snoop Dogg, you know, <laughs> punching the people's elbow from him, you know, just to, that's, that's who he is. You can tell that guy loves this business and, mm-hmm. uh, 
I think he should be recognized for his greatness as an IC champ. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Al, you're number eight. Well, this will be real quick because it's the Miz. So there you go. I mean, that's, that's all these things that you said, you know, I can't argue with. He, he deserves to be on this list. The eight title reigns. Uh, he really, at the times when, you know, this one falls to irrelevance, he tries to make it something special. Oh. And he brings some, I guess the word is gravitas to that belt when he, when he holds it, like he puts eyes on it. Do you think in 20 years we'll be talking about the Miz maybe higher on the list? Just in general, because, you know, nostalgia. Right. And nostalgia always pushes pushes guys up the list where, you know, stats maybe don't. Uh, but in 20 years, do you think he'll be you, we were having the same conversation? He would probably be closer to your top five, if not in your top five? Oh, absolutely. This is the... He is the John Cena of this list that you don't really appreciate it when you have it, but then no. after it's gone, it's kind of like, man, this was, this was something special here. You know, a lot of people put John Cena on that list that they don't necessarily put him on the Rushmores or anything like that, but now that he's kind of removed himself from that main event spotlight and weekly episodic television, you're just kind of like, ah, that's this was good times. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's hard to hard to argue with those credentials. That's solid pick. Back to back picks. That's a rare on. Uh, we just made a list, so I suppose it's me now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take a guy who feuded with the Miz over this title. Um, I'm gonna take the Zigzag Man. Oh, well played, man. He, well played. As far as the as far as the IC title goes, he you know, he he really reminds me of you know, guy legends like, you know, Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels, obviously they have similar looks and you know, they sell like nobody's business. You know, he's still going. I I think he's only he's only 40. Seems like he's been around forever. But yeah. And he's looked the same for 20 years but yeah he's a six-time champion i think when i think of intercontinental champions he's one of the first guys that pops to mind because i just you know feel like he fits the bill so well um i have a couple of faces on my list but i kind of i kind of feel like overall the heels there's a lot of a lot of really good heels throughout the history of the ic belt well and that I think that goes to what Kevin mentioned earlier, that it used to be that propeller into the world title picture. And the fact that if you had a heel IC champion that a face could chase, then then that could potentially propel that face into the world title picture, or it kind of gave you the barometer of, all right, this is as high as we can take these guys. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. My, you know, I picked three guys. They're all career heels. Well, Duke, I uh, I like your pick because my uh, my number eight is Dolph Ziggler. All <laughs> so, right, there <laughs> we go. Uh, he sells like no other. His in ring work is top notch. I am. I've always been surprised that he hasn't had more of a role in 
the world title picture. Um, he's, I mean, he had a program not too long ago where, uh, his, his promos were essentially talking about why it should have been him. And those rang so true when he's talking about like main events of WrestleMania and having the world title. And, and they were so like, to me, they were very powerful and very true promos and he can do powerful and true promos. He can do sarcastic and funny promos. He is one of the most versatile hands I think we've ever seen. Uh, and again, he, we talk about, uh, the art of selling a lot, uh, on our shows and how important it is to wrestling and if you're pointing out a guy that 100% knows how to sell uh, over the last 20 years, that's the guy you probably point to because yeah. he sells like nobody else. Uh, there's even like Twitter accounts uh, dedicated to Dolph Ziggler selling moves, right? The guy is incredible. So, yeah, number number eight, uh, Dolph Ziggler for sure. Let me grab his stats here quick before we, we pass it back. It is uh, six title reigns in 372 days. I think one of his, you know, maybe even his his crowning moment is, you know, it wasn't an intercontinental title deal, but when he, he I think he won the world title the night after WrestleMania and the crowd just went nuts. It didn't last much longer than that. I think he would have done just fine, you know, sticking around as a uh, world champion, but you yeah. know, a great intercontinental champion. Yeah, he's the only one that Ric Flair says he specifically stops to watch his match every time he's on the screen. Yeah. And if, I mean, if Ric Flair's saying it, there's got to be something to it. <laughs> With his ADHD riddled brain, yes. Right, yeah. There is definitely something to that. He's in the bag, he's going, woo, woo, get a coffee, woo, smoke a joint, woo. Oh, Dolph Ziggler, hold on, guys. Oh, match is over. Woo, ladies, woo, go to the bar, woo. Ooh, get a suit. Ooh, elegant shoes. What's on his in my face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that brings you back around the horn here. We got your number seven. Number seven for me is a big Minnesota guy. And again, the uh, the heels, they really do something. They move the needle for you on this. Uh, he He won it with a little bit of foul play. And the fact that his manager might have held some legs down as he took the pin away from this uh, overrated body guy. But it's still great champion. Love Rick Rude. Uh, he's he's my number seven on the list. He uh, I, I have my Rick Rude figure over here with the Heenan family display, and he proudly is holding the IC title. Uh and it's the chase, so it has the icy title pants on as well, Kevin. Oh, nice. Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, Rick Rude, one of my favorites. One of my favorites to watch. And you talk about selling. Rick Rude selling an atomic drop. Is there anything better in this world than watching Rick Rude sell an atomic or inverted atomic drop? I mean, I argue there is not. <laughs> it just, it just, it's sad that we never got to see Rick and like. Rick, Sean, and Dolph in a three-way. <laughs> right. Who can outsell the other? <laughs> right. I, I I love Rick Rude. You'll get nothing. I mean, it's there's how do you not love Rick Rude? You know what I mean? Like, and he wasn't. He sold so well in the ring, uh, and that's something that we again we always say: learn how to sell, know how to sell. 
Uh, his, his run as IC champion for me, uh, is a little bit forgettable because I think that the stories that he was in were so much greater than any time that he had a belt. You know what I mean? Like him as a heel doing what he was doing. So his, his IC title reign for me has been a little bit, I don't know. I just, it doesn't click to me in my mind. Cause when I think of Rick Rude, I always think of, you know, the, 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 the sweat hogs, the tights, yeah. the, the cell jobs. I never really think of his, his IC title reign. And Duke, if you want to shed your, your thoughts here, I'm actually going to find his title reign in the stats. One. Yeah. I think, I think Rick Rude can be credited with, you know, maybe giving a little bit of legitimacy to the Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Because prior to, you know, having really a hell of a feud with the Warrior, Warrior just squashed guys, you know. No. So he had a marquee feud, and then, you know, within the year, Warrior was, you know, on top of the, top of the mountain there. It is, uh, Rude had it for one run, 148 days. Yep. And he's another guy who left us too soon. I guess he was, uh, he was bracing for a comeback. He died at the age of 40. Uh, he would have had to have, somebody would have had to pay a lot of money. Yeah. For him to be able to come back because he did that Lloyd's of London, uh, insurance deal. It, it, insurance okay. deal. So, and that's why, like, he, he wanted to come back in WCW. Uh, but WCW wasn't going to pay out the, the Lloyds of London gimmick for him to be able to come back. So uh, he likely could have, you know, probably could have wrestled, but Lloyds of London said, no, 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 you cashed out that settlement. So. Had he been around longer? Like I know Perfect apparently found a loophole in the Lloyds of London thing that was able to get him back in the ring. Uh, okay. he had cashed out as well. Yeah. And that's kind of why there's no longer the Lloyds of London entrance. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, that's, could you imagine, like, a three-way with him, HBK, and Dolph? And he puts Dolph and Sean's faces right on each side of his crotch. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about, some type of a backdoor to Sonny type of a three-way? Sonny right on the Easter. (laughs) All right, Duke, we we got uh, you and your, what are we at, seven now? Number seven. Or is it six? Seven. Seven, okay. L seven. Alright, number seven, I got the son of a son of a plumber. Talk about gold dust. You know, one of the earliest big wrestling stars was Gorgeous George, you know, this um uh what what do they call it? McMahon used to use to describe Michaels all the time. And, Flamboyant. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with androgynous. Yeah. So there was characters like that, Adrian Adrian Street and Adrian Adonis before gold dust came around but i you know that just that character was something so different super intriguing character you know he had he had a real memorable feud with uh razor ramon and he had a couple title reigns after that that's an example for me of like another guy that unfortunately that was his ceiling which is the case with a lot of these guys you know phenomenal talents and yeah, he kind of he he kind of changed the game a little bit with that with that edgy material. Oh. He had uh had three title reigns for 168 days and for my money he had one of the best uh variations of the IC title belt. 
when he had the he had the gold strap and the the plating of the, the it just seemed a little bit brighter gold when he had when he had the icy I don't know if you guys remember that yeah, that variation yeah, of that, that icy title it looked so cool and like it all kind of blended together I guess in that that gold look but for me it it looked great I was I was always intrigued by his by his work what he did it was something completely different like you said Duke so yeah I'm a I'm a big I'm a big goldie guy. We've talked about this in our show quite a bit, how, you know, it's a show, right? Yeah. Like, how good he was at that character. His his first few big feuds, you know, he feuded with the Warrior, with Ahmed Johnson, with Razor Ramon. All these guys were legitimately uncomfortable. Roddy Piper. They're, they're acting, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> you yep. know, it was just something totally different, and he's, he's a heat magnet. You know, he's he's got the balls to get stripped down in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania, wearing full on lingerie. Yeah, commitment to the bit, and I love it. I love it. Al, you got any thoughts on uh, on Gold Dust? Uh, he did not crack my list, but he was definitely in the honorable mentions. Like he he is up there, highly entertaining. Uh, I agree. It, it's unfortunate that was kind of his ceiling was the IC belt, but some guys yeah. that's where it ends up, but. Great entertainment. The the feud with Rowdy Roddy Piper was just that's that's a fun time for me because yeah, yeah, Piper was shoot uncomfortable with this. <laughs> uh, moves me on to my is it my number six? I gotta be number six. I think you're three, you're four, seven, five, seven, six, seven. Yeah, sorry, my seven. Uh, and it is the uh, greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Talking about the honky tonk man. Talking about the honky tonk man. You got him at seven. I got him at seven. I'm down, so I'm down the legitimacy of your list here, man. Uh, again, we've said it numerous times. It's my list, so suck it. You just called him the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. That's what he called himself. You, you called him that, though, Kevin. Right, <laughs> I was. I was. Say, you called him that. It was a quote. I was quoting. God, you guys are still over there fucking slobbing on each other's knobs. I'm trying to talk about the honky tonk man. Anyways, like I was saying, the honky tonk man, greatest intercontinental. And when when he had the belt, it was his delivery of that line. I'm the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. He said it, and you believed him. Like every time he said it, you're like, "Golly, maybe he is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time." Uh, great on the stick. His in ring work. Nobody's writing home about it. Right, nobody ever will write home about his in ring work, but that his in ring work gave his career longevity. Said <laughs> something to be said for that, and he had good matches. Right, he had in, he had he had enjoyable matches, and and I've always enjoyed his work. I just when you think of the when you think of the Intercontinental Champion and the Intercontinental Championship, he's on the short list of guys that you think about real quick when you think of that title. So. Yeah, my 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 main man Honky Tonk had the, the the honor of meeting him. He's uh, love me some Honky. Uh, we got to be careful how we say that, Kevin. All right, we be careful <laughs> how we say that on this show. Right. This is a family friendly show. Uh, we're, we're friend to all. Got to be careful. The heel run of Honky Tonk Man. Uh, and fortunately for Savage, that he didn't want to drop the belt back to Savage. You know, propelled Savage into the world title pitcher. So, do you remember the story 
because I can't remember what they were doing with the IC title at the time, but I just remember the end of the story, and it was essentially Vince and Hogan in the hallway talking about who the IC belt needed to go to. And Hogan essentially just honky was walking by at the time, and Hogan just essentially said, "Why not him?" And that's why they put it on him. Do yeah. you remember what the what, what? Who was the other? What was the setup for that? So was that the time when Ricky the Dragon was about to leave? That could have been it. Because it yeah, was just that like, where right. do we where do we go with this? And Wayne Ferris, aka Honky Tonk Man, is him and Hogan are big buddies. That's how he got his break in the Federation, I do believe. So. Honky, he had such a it, his reign is still the longest reign. You know, some thirty, forty years later here, he never really kicked anybody's ass. It was always, you know, underhanded tactics, very entertaining. So, obviously, he belongs on the list. I don't know how he ended up at number seven, but it's your list. Yeah, I'll put his him wherever can, I want. His list can suck, Duke. It's okay. We've we've discussed this. <laughs> well, here we go. More <laughs> of that knob slobbing. <laughs> but Al, you're number six. That's enough. The next one on my list, number six, is the bad guy himself, Mr. Razor Ramon. Um, it was really hard Like when we had five. like It was really difficult because I really liked my top five, yeah. and it was hard to leave Razor off the list for me. So when we went to ten, I was like, whoo, okay, we can go number six. It's, that was kind of my <laughs> first honorable mention on the top five. But um, just because, again, it's my list, so suck it. Uh, <laughs> oh sure now it's, it's my list so suck it I yeah. say honky talk man it's like, your list sucks yeah your list sucks. your list number can suck seven. it <laughs> number seven really Kevin like he's on honky's on my list and he's above seven I can tell you that I don't give a shit where he is <laughs> Razor that that icy title run was a lot of fun for me uh, in the fed that was kind of his ceiling as far as you know, he had a couple of run-ins for the world belt. Never, never put it on him. He could have been a world champion. I think you know Scott Hall is performers of that ability. But a lot of fun. That WrestleMania ten match is synonymous. You know, ladder matches with Razor and HBK that oh. for that IC belt. Just a lot of good times. Uh, a lot of fond memories of Razor as the IC champ. So he's on my list at number six. Duke. My turn. Al Al kind of summed it up. I got I got nothing else to say that uh, Al didn't say about Razor. So yeah, the guy's a legend. Oh, you know we actually this is kind of a fun fact. Oh, fun fact! Here we go again. Fun facts. <laughs> so in a band that uh, Rogue and I used to be in, we actually for a for a short time used uh, one of the one of the bad guys' images in one of our logos. <laughs> <laughs> pretty huge fans <laughs> he's an iconic figure I, yeah. I, I love him i i'm surprised he's that low on the list but that's that's all i'll say about that my number oh six. here we go yeah Al number six bad guy razor ramon what are you smoking the cheech not this morning no <laughs> yeah yeah you, 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 you can have him wherever you want it's your list now i'm gonna say my guy next you're gonna say he's on your list there so, anyways dude go ahead suck it all right my number six is a local guy talking mr perfect kurt henning oh, perfecto one of the one of the greatest of all time 
you find us saying that about most of these guys on this list. Yeah. Completely different kind of, you know, wrestler and champion than a guy like the Hockey Talk or Ramon, you know, more more similar to, you know, Michaels and Ziggler. But he, he really kind of set the set the bar as far as selling goes. At that time, I think Michaels may have overtaken him. There's no, like, who's who's the best at selling moves. Like, they're both phenomenal. But um, he, he just had the ability to make everybody look good. He could be higher on the list because he's just kind of your prototype IC champ. Actually, all of my my bottom five guys are, well, Goldust had kind of a, he stuck around long enough to have some face time, but they're all dastardly heels. Yeah. So. Epitome of working man's champ in my book, like yeah. Mr. Perfect. And they talked about his uh, his moves looked so good, but he took care of his opponents. Yeah. Like, they talked about whenever he would do that stomp in the corner between him and Bret Hart, both making it look and sound like it was devastating and like hitting you with a feather. Like yeah. that's they weren't like stomping through you or kicking through your head and teeth like you know Bill Goldberg would or anything like that. <laughs> He's <Right>. so rough. <laughs> but I mean that's that's the thing that I he is on my list still to come. That's that's mm-hmm. definitely uh, phenomenal work rate. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is also on my list still still to come. So my number six. Was actually also Al's number six. That's the bad guy. Razor! Do you remember when Fink used to try and roll the stars with his edges? I just watched your list. Doesn't suck so bad, Kevin. I just oh, here we go. That was uh, I just I I just watched a little uh, little classic uh, wrestling last night and had the the Fink introducing Razor it had me laughing by myself <laughs> just think of, like how long did it take Fink to learn how to roll his R's <laughs> that's good I enjoyed it uh, anyways yeah Al everything that you said about uh, Razor's stream that you work works phenomenal in rings phenomenal you see him. When you think of Razor, that's the belt, obviously, that you you think of that he has, uh, whether it be posing on the ladder or, you know, doing that, that, you know, really cool, like that smooth walk that he did to the ring with the belt on, uh, or just o- simply opening up his vest, looking down and pointing at it. Like, that's, I see some. Belt. He was the, pointing at the belt, everyone. Not opening up his vest, <laughs> and just pointing at it. Like, don't leave it to imaginations, Kevin. Oh, right. Right. Family show. How are you going to put him at number six? Oh, shut up, bitch. So- <laughs> You're ruining the family-friendly podcast I'm going to open up my vest and point at it for you. Uh, yeah, Razor. I mean, there's a reason, like, pretty much every one of his the figs that they release of him comes with the IC title. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like- I don't think you can get a Razor fig that doesn't come with an IC title. Uh, it makes perfect sense. Big Razor guy, and that's that's my my number six. Well, for uh, number five, we're going to go back to the well from where Duke just covered because it's Mr. Perfect for me. That was the in my top five list because I've got one fun one on here, obviously, with the, the name that's on my display here, but uh, just because he entertained me, but 
Razor and Mr. Perfect were right there. Like wanted them both on the list, and number five is Mr. Perfect. I still see the video of Bobby as he's leaning back, polishing the belt for him right there. As you know, he's just smug, just that look. And I was like, yeah, that's such a good heel champion move. That's it's just good. Like, and his work rate in the ring. There are few that I go back in time now, like, and Perfect is on that list up there with like Arn Anderson and those that I did not appreciate as much growing up as I do now watching them in the ring and what they were able to accomplish and what they did to perform for our entertainment. So there's, there's subtle things that perfect did that just kind of rubbed it in your face that he was Mr. Perfect and he was better than you, you know, family friendly show. dude. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I have to open up my vest again here. No, you know, he's always chewing the gum with his mouth open, right? Looking like a snob, doing the flipping the towel bit. Oh, you know, just still, little things the like one that. When he he get, your, get your mind out of the gutter. Come on. Yeah. When he threw the towel and Bobby had to reach around behind him to catch it and just still pulled yeah. that off. That so. was perfect. Yeah, that was absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. I love, I love perfect and everything he does, but then like you talk about you talk about perfect and you talk about, you know, uh, Michaels and you talk about, uh, Ziggler and, and all these guys that, you know, can, can just sell through the moon. And that's one of the things I always think about when I think about perfect, his, his ability to go in the ring. like Al, you said, like uh, him notoriously taking care of his opponents, him, you know, being able to sell, make everybody look better than they actually were. I mean, and then as a bonus, saving Wade Boggs's life. That's a pretty big one. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's huge. Yeah. Like he's uh yeah, I love Perfect and obviously the Minnesota guy, so I'm I'm all for it. As far as yeah. as far as Perfect and HBK goes, like they both they both had big big matches right before they went into semi retirement with broken backs. Mm-hmm. You know. And they you know, they put over it was Hitman Hearts first Intercontinental title reign. He won that thing at SummerSlam. And, you know, Michael's put over Austin. So, I mean, even when these guys were writhing in pain, they still got the job done. So, yeah. Uh, number five for me. Have I taken a number five? You jumping in line here? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought that was, I thought, oh, I got mixed up. I thought five. your five was perfect. I got mixed up. I thought Duke's five was perfect because. He got all talked about rubbing it in the face, so that's kind of maybe got got oh, off track right, there. Right. So yeah, yeah, and I was gonna open my vest again. And all right, you're number five. You're number five, Duke. Rub it in the face. All right, my number five is the first ever undisputed champion, and I left a lot of guys off of this list. I'm talking about Y2J because they're more world title guys to me. Yeah, but. This guy had the title nine times. That couldn't be ignored. He's not my favorite IC champ, but he could be number one easily. He had, like I said, he had nine reigns. Just a staple in the division in the uh, you know in the two thousands. One of my favorite all time wrestlers, and he's still going today. Yeah, that nine reigns is the the most amount of reigns. Um, 
I think Miz comes in second at eight. Uh, nine reigns, but only 332 days as as champ. I I like Jericho just fine. I actually do like him more in that kind of that icy title range than than anything else. So it doesn't bother that that pick doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, he's oh, he's yeah, on my he's, list to come. So it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Number five. Yeah, so number five, right? <laughs> My number five. Santino Merella. So he goes he goes on my list you, and he was gonna be Yes, you he yeah, stole your thunder. I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're proud of me. Oh, I did something good. <laughs> um, um so he did Something that I think really no other IC title holder did to that point or has done to this point. And his title reign was an entire comedy adventure. Yes. And you looked forward to, you looked forward to seeing him every Monday night come out and know what he was going to do that week with the IC title. I mean, he always had the hunk-a-dunk-a-meter. Uh, it was, it was so fun and it made, it made his reign important to you because it was something that you look so much forward to every week to see what, what it was going to be, what, what he was going to do to make you laugh. Or, I mean, obviously that at the time he was a heel, Yeah, it was a heel run, but there's no, there's no, I don't think there's any arguing that it was a comedy run and nobody in the IC title had done that to that point. And I don't think anybody's done it since I, it was an extremely memorable, not just an IC title run, it was an extremely memorable just title run, period. And and it, it it had a time too that I think that that icy title desperately needed something to make it that you know that memorable. So yeah, Santino Marella. It put uh, on the belt. It yeah definitely did that. Yeah, Santino Marella, number five for me. Didn't make my list, but definitely an honorable mention. Ah, uh, your list can blow a chode. I kind of agree with Kevin there, Duke. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Santino, he did make the division uh, fun. You know, I I base my list more off of, you know, serious champions. But it was a lot of fun. He was going for the record. He was serious about that. And I, I, Yeah. I, I did it with such conviction, man. Well, I guess I, I think that mention. could have been his ploy to keep the belt longer because it was entertaining. <laughs> You know that's yeah, right. I don't think there was a lot of big plans. He should have won the Rumble instead of Del Rio that year. That's true. That's that's my opinion. I will always hold that. Uh, and then it looks like he had two two reigns for 162 total days. Yeah, I think one of those was like two days. But yeah, <laughs> real quick, it still works. Yeah, the, he was chasing the honky donkey man. <laughs> Love it. Well. uh Speaking of who he was chasing, my number four is the Honky Donkey Man. Self. Nice. Yeah. Honky Tonk Man. Um, the one rain from my childhood watching the the heel tactics. Like he would just crack that that guitar over so many people's heads. Uh, the uh, the addiction causing guitar. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, Honky is up there just for the simple fact that. He had a gimmick that it was easy to hate. You know, as a heel champion, you could hate this guy. You know, who does he think he is? Elvis? You know, that kind of stuff that, that that I remember hearing my grandmother say that. Who that guy think he is? Elvis? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, enough. Yeah. That's who you think he is. He kind of looked like Elvis, too. Well, he had those sideburns. That was the thing. And you can yeah. do the hair. He, so. he, he really sold his character. You know, he mm. sounded terrible, but he was he was singing. He sang his song, did he not? Yes. That's not a bad song, either. Just a honky-tonk man. He just ruined it for Greg Dimer Valentine and that rhythm and blues tag team. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about a guy that didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick, Al. I got him a little bit higher, but with my number four pick, only because he's not there yet. I think this will, you know, I think he's going to overtake the honky talk man. I'm talking about our current champion, Gunther. He's getting there. Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> he's at almost a year right now, so if he holds on to the thing until the fall, you know, yeah. he will be the longest reigning champion and really enjoy his work. Great competitor. So he could definitely be higher on this list, and I think he might be higher on one, you know, maybe on one of you guys' lists. But I just put him where he's at now because he hasn't he hasn't hit that milestone yet. Isn't doesn't Pedro have the longest reign? Well, or did he Honky has, Pat? No. He has Honky. the most amount of days. It's yeah. just split into two reigns. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, y'all think about Guther pick. I love him. High consideration for me as well. He didn't quite make the list, but he is—he was very highly considered. Like there is a Gunther, and then scribbled out like, "No, no, I got to put this guy in instead." He doesn't make your top ten. He doesn't. <laughs> crap list. <laughs> but it's your list. It's your list, so I can suck it. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, so my number four. And I, I'm I'm a little hesitant on this this pick just because it's one of those things where I don't necessarily always see him as the IC title guy, but it's uh, it's the Macho Man, Randall Savage. Uh, again, selling. I mean the 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 showmanship that he had. Uh, He's memorable, right? You see him in your mind wearing that damn cape and holding the holding the belt right in front of him. Uh, I think probably more memorable as an as an IC champion than a world champion for me. Um, always always enjoyed always enjoyed his work. So yeah, number four for me is uh, Randall. Some of the absolute best promos in the game. Yeah, like as yeah. far as as that IC belt, the. Uh, you know, the cup of coffee and the big time and everything and the dastardly moves that he did to, you know, try to end Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Not his career, his life. He was going to take his life from it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that storytelling up until WrestleMania three is some of the, uh, the most fun, just classic 80s wrestling, you know, that you could ask for right there. So uh, uh, no arguments here. Great pick. Yeah, one of the greatest of all time. Just a just a well-rounded guy. You know, great promos, great in the ring, and I have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna hear hear him come up again here shortly. So, yeah, probably. Are you gonna open open your vest? (laughs) (laughs) Open up my robe. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm gonna open up that robe and rub it in your face. Oh yeah, with the cream. 
<laughs> Elizabeth, open up my robe. You gotta snap your fingers. <laughs> well, number uh, three for me. We're down to the top three for each of us. Number three is Santino. I have my Santino for life as my handle name for this there, episode yeah. because that was appointment television for me during that run. Like I could not wait to see Santino on my television screen. Could not wait to see the the promos he was cutting that you know mm-hmm. were, were utter nonsense. But I think he's underrated as his ability as a wrestler, you know, because of the comedy yeah. spots, you know, that's what he is, but he, he really do can go. And, and people often will like underappreciate a comedic wrestler for their in-ring work. But I can tell you comedic timing in wrestling is one of the hardest things to, to nail down because it's not just simply, you know, uh, pump and feed or, you know, what, whatever you want to go into. I mean, it is not a lot of guys can actually perform at a high level, the comedic style that Santino did. And so, uh, just in general, I think comedic style is underappreciated and, and he nailed it. All right. Number three for me. Got the honky tonk, man. The self-proclaimed greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Could be number one. I just, there's just a couple guys I like a little bit better. But Shawn Michaels kind of kind of emulated this. Uh, I mentioned this earlier about the honky-tonk. He won rarely. And when he did, it was, it was underhanded tactics. You know, when you can, you know, stay on top like that. I mean, he was, it was just great. I love the character. He was, you know, you wanted to see him get beat. And he it's, lost so many times by DQ during right. this run. Oh. That made you hate him more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Championship advantage for a reason. Uh, it kind of seemed like Conky Tonk, that was kind of his one run with any sort of a major title, right? Yeah. Uh, hell of a run, Did- though. Did Rhythm and rhythm Blues never grab no. the, the tag straps? Yeah, so, I mean, the majority of what you are going to remember Honky for is just that IC title run, So, and he's a Hall of Famer, likely because of that. You know? yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be in the IC or he wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame based solely on you know his managerial work or you know his work in Rhythm and Blues. It's, it's, it's the IC title run. I think that's the first the first guy on the list that all three of us have named. There's going to be some it more, is. but yeah. he'll definitely uh, make the final cut. We're at my number three here. Uh, perfect. I mean, I've already said everything I need to say about him. Save Wade Boggs' life. Saved a man's life. Uh, I, again, in-ring work, perfect. Uh, promo work, fantastic. Uh He's he's always been a guy that you watch and you love him. So yeah, perf for me. That perfect plex, great finisher. Yeah, yep. And, the- and I always liked the the way that he the way that he would hook the leg, and there was a little bit of a bounce, and then you know over with the suplex and perfect bridge. It, yeah, it's he's fantastic. One of the best. I mean, he's the second one who's been mentioned on all of our lists. Yeah. Uh, El, uh, Alberto. Anybody ever call you Alberto? Not that I recall. No. 
Well, weird. I'm not going to start. I don't like it, but it yeah. uh, just came out in, that, in the instance. It happens. Yeah. Uh, my number two is the most tenured IC champ, which is Jericho. Uh, I love him with a mid-card belt. Uh, any of them that he's had, if if you count back to the WCW days, the cruiserweight belt, you know, it's kind of the, the mid-card for, you know, some of these guys or even lower card if you want to look at it that way if you're a brick. Entertaining, um, great promo work. You know, it, it's hard to argue. You know, Jericho on the mic is, you know, can be gold. Has some of the the most memorable moments in wrestling history. You know, tied to him and the fact that he's held it nine times. You know, that's. You know, there weren't long runs. He was usually kind of the transition guy to get someone else over, but it gave credence and credibility to the next guy they wanted to elevate i think so oh you remember when he was the co-champion yeah he and china were the co-champion that was a, that was a bizarre <laughs> episode <laughs> did they crack the belt in two or am i misremembering that i don't remember how they saw how they resolved that issue I but either okay Part of me, in my mind, and I, I, it just might be something that I'm making up in my head, but I could, I, I swear I remember the, the belt being in two. I just, yeah. Yeah, one of the greatest of all time. I, I already stroked him a little bit earlier, but I remember when I Close saw his robe. <laughs> I remember when I saw him on Monday Nitro reading that 1,004 holds, and I was, I've been a huge fan ever since. Yeah. yeah. Just, just brilliant, you know, and I'm, I'm, Happy that happy that he's still active. So it's up Where to me now, at? huh? Yeah, number two. Number two. All right, for number two. Ooh yeah. <laughs> Take the macho man, Randy Savage. So Savage currently has the second longest reign, I believe. He held the thing for I think four hundred and eleven days. I believe that's right. I did a little deep dive uh, earlier today. I'll I'll look it up here. Four hundred four fourteen. Yep. And I I agree with uh, I agree with what was said earlier. I remember him more as a Intercontinental Champion, and he was really the first Intercontinental Champion that I was aware of as a kid. I guess and kind of set the bar pretty high there as the Working Man's Champion. I think he won his first belt from Tito Santana. Also a great worker, but I mean he's no Macho Man. Come on now. So one of the one of the true great characters, there's never going to be anybody quite like him. So he is my number two pick. I think Mother Day would uh, disagree with you. I think that Tito is high on that list for Mother Day. <laughs> from, <laughs> from what I from what I understand, yeah, yeah, he'd be high on her list. He's not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we've uh, we've discussed uh, we've discussed much, and yeah, great, a great IC title again. You know, I, I, I absolutely see him more as the IC guy than the than the world guy, just in my memory. Uh, number two for me, another guy that could have been number one, easily could have been number one. Brett the Hitman Hart. All right, Brett the and and I said earlier, like in my mind, that was one of those things that you think of when you say IC title. Who are the guys that come to mind right away? Because those are likely the guys. The problem with Brett is that I think of all the belts when I think of Bret Hart. I think of the tag straps. I think of the world strap. I think of the IC strap. I think of them all. Uh, great IC champion. 
Uh, that was one of, again, one of those times where the, that belt was still being used as a, uh, as the propeller. Uh, he had two reigns for, uh, 290 days. Brett's great. Everything does. I, I guess I don't need to really, really wax any more poetic on, on Brett. He's just, he's a stud. Everything that he does, he's a stud. He was never a star on the, on the stick, but he did, you know, stuff that you remember, you know, mm-hmm. about his character. He had the sunglasses, you know, that was a yep. music that kicked ass. Yeah. Ring gear that kicked ass, the pink and black attack, you know, him kissing the belt. You'd see the same, and, and it is hard to argue that he's one of the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, several other honorable mentions, though, I didn't put him on there, like you were saying, because I remember him more as a top-of-the-card guy. Right. So, but nothing wrong with the pick. He's a, he's a great Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, as much as it pains me to say this, I associate him a lot more with the winged eagle than this IC belt. Yeah. He didn't make the list, although definitely, as much as I hate to say this, uh, that Goldberg did the wor- world a favor. I said that out loud, but not not really, Kevin. <laughs> that's, that's just for you. No, Brett was, uh, he and Perfect, that work rate, exceptional. Like just yeah, they had great matches together. So should we do our honorable mentions now or when? Yeah, we can do a honor, going into number one. I think we do honorable mentions now. I think that's that's probably the right way to though. All right. I got several of them that, that you guys listed already. Uh, Michaels, Miz, Hitman, Ravishing Rick. Uh, one that wasn't mentioned, though, is, is the only – I take that back. He won the tag team title with Ric Flair in his 50s. But Piper, I think that was the only that was the only singles goal that he he wanted a major promotion. I don't think he had it for too long, but you know it was it was nice to nice for him to have a a title reign. I don't really remember the title reign outside of him, you know, winning and losing it. So I couldn't really justify putting him on the list. But right, uh, Piper's reign was seventy seven days. Man, the mid card of the Federation coming into the turn of the century was off the charts. You had Triple H and Austin and The Rock battling over the Intercontinental title. This was before they were all at the top of the card, you know. So those are obvious picks, but they're all, you know, more world title guys to me. So, yeah, uh, I mean, guys on on you know my honorable mentions. I guess obviously, you know, Pedro's got to be on there. Morocco's, I mean, he's got to be on there. He was, uh, boy, was it 541? A couple of newer guys, I think, that definitely deserve the honorable mentions. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, I think, has to be be mentioned in there somewhere. He had a great run with with the belt. Uh, Seth Rollins had a good run with the belt. I think that's uh, that's one that you, you have to mention. Obviously, Triple H. Triple H, if he didn't go on to do the, the bigger and better things, I think you'd always kind of look at him with that that IC, IC title. Um, one guy that I think I, I don't want to mention him, but I will, Ken Shamrock. Just he had that was a memorable uh, memorable program that he had to get the IC title. Eddie as an IC champion was was extremely memorable, and I guess the only other person that I would think that I want to include in in my uh, you know. Mentions would would probably be China, because China grabbing the IC title was something completely different. 
uh, extremely memorable. And, and I kind of enjoyed her, you know, with, with the, during that time. So those would be kind of, kind of round out my, my honorable mentions. Oh, maybe William Regal too. I think William Regal could have had a better run with it, but. Oh, and Carlito. I could probably just keep, keep naming guys. So I'm just going to cut myself off. Al, your, your honorable mentions. Yeah, I was going to say Shamrock, that storyline between him and Rock trying to, mm-hmm. like, chasing that belt was good. Uh, the top of the card guys that Duke mentioned were definitely, yeah, consider them, but it's not associated as well with the IC, even though my number one is, you know, he held the world title, you know, but it, I definitely see the IC, but uh, shout out to Ryback, right? Is that what we're, no? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> feed me more. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, now we just all got blocked by Ryback on Twitter. Yeah, we did. <laughs> just like Congratulations that. <laughs> to us. We're on a list. <laughs> I like Edge's work as a IC champion. You know, back in the day, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to the other Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes is an IC champ. That was a good time. Um, he, can make it, he can make it shine, especially in a chase, I think, you know, for a belt. When he was IC title, that was during the the dashing and the face mask, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, another yeah. thing. I want, you know, dashing Cody Rhodes was good times, man. Yeah, I'd forgot that RVD was on this list. You know, that's just yeah. It's one of those. That, but yeah, for the most part, you guys have hit all the high spots. So we can get into our number ones here. With with RVD, I think he's one of those guys that no matter what belt he ever held people will always remember his his in-ring work and his move set more than any title that he ever held yeah you know what i mean like just just regardless doesn't matter if it's i mean he had a tear as the ecw tv t- champion but i think more than anything people just always remember his unique in-ring style so that's why he doesn't really get propelled on any of these like championship lists just just a thought i guess shout out to tito you know for, for mom's Arriba! <laughs> we're, we're playing some stereotypes here with this character, but anyway. <laughs> and uh, Wade Barrett, that was another one that I enjoyed watching yeah. a lot as I see. He had the belt going into the, what did he have, like the Cosmic Wasteland or something like yeah. that was his stable? Yeah. 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 My number one is uh, number one in my heart in any list that we'll ever make of my life and it's the macho man randy savage i don't have to say you know as dusty Rhodes said it in his hard time i don't have to say a lot more <laughs> about what you know uh he is that icy run was special looking back on it now because you know we were small at that age that was that's some of the earliest wrestling i remember though right is watching the macho man and him just obliterating Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and setting him up across the guardrail to drop the double axe handle on him to hurt his throat. You know, that just... Right. Mm-hmm. God, how, dis- how disappointing is it that when that happened, that was a devastating move that put Ricky down, and now you could see it three times in one match. And right. <laughs> it's, golly. I hate Art it. saying is lost. Yep, and sure is. Steamboat sold those interviews like he couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, just yeah, fantastic. Beautiful. 
Absolutely. Just around for a cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. (laughs) You open up my robe and rub it in your face. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Great pick. Great pick. He was my number two. So, to me, he did set the bar. All right. I suppose my number one. Guy you guys already mentioned. Talk about the bad guy, Razor Ramon. There's one guy that I've been saying this about, you know, several guys we've named so far, but there, if there's one guy that reminds me of the Intercontinental title, it's Razor Ramon. You know, he had the gold around his neck, gold around his waist, and gold around someplace else. I don't remember what the third area was. <laughs> I have a couple guesses. <laughs> he was initially pushed in a world title program against Bret the Hitman Hart, and then he mm-hmm. kind of settled into that. Intercontinental division, and he, you know, had had memorable feuds with, you know, more than one of the other guys on my list here with, you know, Goldust, Double J. He probably deserves a moment of silence as well. But he's he's number one in my heart. Oh, yeah. Old uh, Razor Ramon. Moment of silence. And he really is one of these guys that could have been world champion, right? Yeah, I think that I think that there was a time when he definitely he was around that area, and they needed to they needed to break through with him. Um, and I think that they missed that opportunity. And then shortly thereafter, he went to WCW where. He was never going to be a w, the champ in WCW. So, but there was there was a time when I think they could have went with him and they didn't, and I think that that's why they, they he kind of missed the opportunity. Yeah, back at back in that time, Vince was very reluctant to give the title to a heel for longer than a day. Yeah, he possessed the you know the the charisma and that I think he would I think he would have gotten over as a good heel champion or you know once he became a face he was you know he, he was the bad guy but it was cool to be the bad guy and yeah well i mean back then the, the theory was always send him home happy so champion retains you send him home happy it's, as long as he's a you know, good guy champion Can you give me a look there what are you looking at me like that for it's waiting on you to speak Close. i think i think your number one pick is going to be one. a mistake well, who do you, the hell do you think my number one pick is? I know who your number one pick is. Oh, if you know, why don't you tell him, bitch? It's your pick, man. Go ahead. You know. Make your selection. Tell him. Tell him who, who's my number one pick. He's my number 10 pick. Or my number two pick, or three pick. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing the math. <laughs> On the one hand, I'd be I'd, I'd be surprised if Double J was not on your list at all. So he's probably number okay. one. But I know you like Gunther too. So it's one of them guys. Okay. Well, my number one pick is the Ring General Gunther. Man, so one of the things that we talk about a lot in watching this is the like looking back and going like oh man we didn't appreciate it during the time when it was happening 
Gunther is now taking the belt, the IC belt, and he is making it so damn important. He is having amazing match after amazing match after amazing match. Uh, the presentation of him is completely different than what we've seen from any other, any other performer. He is the matches, like the quality of matches he's having is outstanding. And he is reestablishing the IC belt as something special. And that's exactly what the belt needs. That's exactly what, what we need in my opinion is there anybody else that pops into your mind that went, well, they reestablished the belt as something special once it fell off? Because once it fell off in, you know, kind of early 2000s, it never really got reestablished as being a really special title. And what Gunther is doing with this title is special. His run is special. It's a historical run. And in the moment, I want to show appreciation for what he's doing. And, and he's, he's phenomenal, man. He's spectacular. He is my, he's my number one. And I think we have the same conversation and in 10 years, he'll probably be higher on, on, uh, on Al's list. Cause he's not even on Al's list. Cause Al's too busy juggling shows with his tongue. So I, I, yeah, Gunther, man, Gunther. You didn't put double J on your list. I didn't. I didn't, and my list is rough because it is it is name scratch out, name scratch out, name scratch. I mean, it, it was it, it's this is a this is probably the toughest list that we ever had to do, uh, by far. But I mean, I love I love what they do with good, like even having having the the two other members of Imperium come out in their spotlight, and the way that they introduce them, demanding. All of your gratitude, like not asking, not requesting. He is demanding gratitude. <laughs> the, the delivery of that line. I, I love it every time I say it. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Gunther. Gunther. I'm not mad. He's just, I wouldn't have had him number one. That's all I'm saying. Well, he didn't even make your list, Al, no, and, which yeah. is crazy to me because you're a big, <clears throat> big fan of his work. Yeah, I'm so a big fan for... of Walter. I'm still a little bit like I, I like the big burly Walters. I think they made him go on a diet, and you know, it's it's upsetting. And what become I'm... awesome? Yeah, he's awesome. Like it does bring legitimacy to that IC belt for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, I love everything about it. I just the fact that. That man can chop you and cave in your chest. You know, like shoot, cave in your chest. It's it's something to behold. I could I could see him being number one, like I mentioned. I I put him at number four. I think he's going to get a run with the world title at some point. I hope he does. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he takes this this IC strap. I hope he gets. I would love to see him go for about another year with it. I I really would. Just abolish um, the hockey talk. Just, I yeah. mean, just crush. It. I mean, the guy's, the guy's so good. He is so good, and he, for a big guy, he can work little guys too. Yeah, like he's he's got he's got a style that that works for little guys. Which, uh, and it's not just the like that monster going against the little guy. You know what I mean? Like he he works them extremely well, versatile. So, yeah, that's my that's my number one. Al, did you uh? You've been done. doing the mathematics. Yeah. You've done I've the been mathematics. Doing it the whole time. 
Like I've been keeping up oh. with it where I wasn't just having dead air and having to listen to you two. Well, Duke talk. I have to carry the show for a while and Kevin just. Yeah. Duke talking about rubbing things in people's faces. And, but uh, yeah. you got to do some math. We yeah, did our, true. our typical uh, reverse order like for the point system. So if you were number 10, you got one point, nine, two points, so on and so forth. So if we add up our three lists, number 10 coming in with five total points is the Miz. Glad he made the top 10. Yeah. Number nine with six points is Dolph Ziggler. Nice. Number eight with nine points total is Brett the Hitman Hart because he was only on one list. Didn't write Kevin's number one down. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, Number seven. (laughs) With a total of 14 points is the greatest uh, intercontinental champion in my book of all time, Santino Barella. Number seven. Uh, number six is Chris Jericho. He had a total of 15 points. Uh, five is Gunther with 17 points. And then three and four tied, each with 19. So tied for third was Mr. Perfect and the Honky Donkey Man. Oh, Honky Tonk Man himself. Two was Razor with 20 points, and number one was Macho Man, 26 points. So, yeah. Uh, HBK was on Duke's list, yeah? No. No. Wasn't on Al's list. Was on my list. Was on your list. He was okay. number 10, just to mess with you. Okay. I gotcha. scratched yeah, out Gunther and put HBK. How do you feel about that, Kevin? <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't really. I was going to say, I feel like I got to make about a 14 hour drive to kick somebody in the nuts. <laughs> and turn around and drive right back. <laughs> yeah, we all I like we it, all, man. We all had uh, a lot of the same guys at the top. If I would have switched out Y2J for Santino, I would have the top five. But yeah, this is this is good. I'm glad we expanded it to 10. Needed to be done with this, with the IC title. Like, uh, it just it had to be done with the IC title. There's too many, too many. Really great workers, uh, really great in-ring, out-of-ring guys had the icy strap. So, love it, man. Any final final thoughts before we put a bow on this this list? Before we laminate this bitch? You know, I hope, hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend and, you know, that you have a good June coming up. Suck it. Al, <laughs> I'm just uh, glad that Brett was so far down on the list that Santino beat him. That's that's, that's really real cute. That's, that's, that's really a lifelong cute. goal of mine. That Santino is higher on our list on a list that Kevin made. Santino is higher than Brett Hart. This is amazing. Oh. <laughs> this is amazing. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't be happier. I'm gonna go eat a eat a pizza off my bone. <laughs> Settle down there, Tiger. Uh, perfect. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I enjoy. I enjoy these uh, these episodes. We all get to hang out together. Uh, we just made a list of top ten IC champions of all time. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next month. And we'll have another another special for you. I don't know what it's going to be yet. We'll find out, I guess. Maybe secret special next month. Oh yeah. It's a secret. I can't tell you. It's a secret. Duke, are you on the phone again, bitch? <laughs> <laughs>